Hello again, and welcome to another episode of So Talk to Me. Hello. Episode 92. Yeah. We made it all the way to 92. It's a little late. Sorry I understand about that. that. It's not our regular day that we drop the episode, but... Um, it's been a crazy week. It has. It's been another <laughs> crazy week. Well, and it's funny, too, because like, I, I was thinking, I, I sent out a tweet on Thursday maybe it was Thursday no maybe it was Friday just saying like hey sorry if you noticed our you know our episode's not out yet we'll try and get one out this weekend and in my head I'm like yeah this weekend will be better like you know we'll have some chill time we're we're still like really tired (laughs) we were even debating sitting down uh and recording this episode because we're like I want to just go take a nap (laughs) but um because it yeah it has been a, a, a crazy week Speaking of which, how has your week been? What what has been so crazy about it? Why does it feel so crazy? Um, I mean, there are a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to go into it without sharing too much information. <laughs> okay, okay. So are are you are you saying that it pertains to our main topic today? Um, yes and no. Okay. So <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Well, then, if you don't mind, I'll start off. Okay. Because, of course, there, there, there's things that I, you know, before we approach our main topic, um, and it is going to be about, you know, basically why this episode is coming so late. We'll get we'll get into an explanation of that. Um, but one of the reasons my week has been so crazy is I've been working a lot. Um, we actually had a guest uh, musician come in over the weekend, and we did, we had a, a concert he put on a concert at our church on Friday, and uh, then he led the band this morning. Well, it, the band was just him and his wife, um, and they're awesome, and they sounded great, but uh, it, it was just the two of them. And so... It was nice. I'm, I miss doing, like, acoustic services. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool just to kind of, yeah, just strip it down. Mm-hmm. Just acoustic guitar, violin, and two vocals. And yeah. they were awesome vocalists. <laughs> like, both of... I. I it's funny because none of the marketing had really said him in particular. So if if you're curious who it is, his name is John Guerra and his wife's name is Valerie. And on, on the, the marketing, for lack of a better term, that our church did, you know, the promos and stuff, it, it all said like John and Valerie Guerra. But John is really the one who I guess is more... Uh, well known because he uh, played with the vertical worship band. And so he's written some of their songs. So like they're they're, basically, if you listen to contemporary Christian music, you've probably heard one of his songs is I guess what I'm saying. So in my mind, it's like, Oh yeah, John is coming with his band and his wife, Mm -hmm. you know, but like when just being there for the times that they played, both of them had great, like such great musicianship and, vocal talent mm-hmm. that either of them could have been a a um when she famous musician some of the songs yeah too, so. exactly exactly so i was just surprised maybe that makes me sexist <laughs> no i'm just kidding um but it's just because you know like john wrote the music at least that i had heard of john mm-hmm. was the one who wrote the music um but they both were were fantastic in terms of musicianship musicianship and vocal talent and ability. And uh, and so both of them together was just, wow, so good. <laughs> that was the Italian. I wasn't kissing the microphone. That was the Italian kissing They did my hands. sound very good together. So 
Yeah, and they were super chill people, like really personable, really nice. And I was telling people, like, I don't expect people to be divas. I don't expect musicians to be divas. But at the same time, like, if we are hosting people, I want to, you know, make things as easy for them as possible and stuff. And they were just super willing to do whatever and, you know, like, move microphones and move their instruments and do stuff. Like, I was very surprised at how just willing they were to help out however they could because i'm like we're hosting you guys but you know so anyways uh so they are awesome i have nothing but good things to say about them um but i'm usually off fridays and saturdays and friday was the concert and he came in well they came in thursday but they were at the church basically a good portion of friday so friday was a very long day for me i i went into work uh at kind of the normal time and stayed until it was over 12 hours at work um, on a day that's normally my day off. So uh, it, it has just been a busy week because of that. It's been good. There have been disappointments, like when our equipment fails <laughs> during a concert. Uh, that was very embarrassing. <laughs> but um, yeah, so, so it's kind of had its up and downs. And then, and then, yesterday, so we're recording this on Sunday. Yesterday was Saturday. Then uh, we had two different birthday parties to yeah, go to. Saturday was a busy day. Yeah. So so my actual day off, while it was filled with fun stuff, don't get me wrong, it was just also busy. So it just mm-hmm. feels like I haven't had much downtime. That said, we got home and I crashed. So you did. That was, that was nice to just chill for like an hour. Um, but yeah. So that's my why my week has been crazy. Um, in addition to what we will talk about here in yeah. just a second. Um, did you have anything else that you wanted to talk about before we jump in? No, I mean, whenever you're spending more time at work is just crazier for me. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially on some, a time like Friday where I go in um, basically right after the kids have woken up, I might have an hour with the kids in the morning. On Friday, I don't think it was an entire hour. And then... I'm at work until after the kids go down for yeah. bed. And you came to the concert, so like getting him in the car, getting him dressed, getting him in the car, bringing him, and then taking him back home. You know, yeah. So, yeah, you've had a lot on your shoulders um, just with me being gone. So, um, you're awesome. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, anyways, I'll sort of segue us into our main topic. Um one of the reasons why this has been a crazy week is um, because for maybe the past couple of months, we've been, um, Josh and I have had some differences on uh, uh, just views on disciplining our children. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of caused some tension between us. Yes. And Tuesday, there was a specific incident that happened um, where there was um, an argument that happened. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so we decided that we should um, seek outside counsel for basically what we're disagreeing. We disagree on spanking, basically, is Mm -hmm. what the issue is. and so we decided to see one of our pastors who's also a counselor. 
um, about the issue because we trust him and he knows us well. So yeah. Um, and so yeah, segue into what we learned during that session. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, it was it was pretty awesome. So. Th- in that in that not not this part um you know so so that happened on tuesday was kind of like where a lot of things kind of came to a head and so wednesday um samantha had suggested that we go you know seek counsel and uh so i talked with one of the pastors and staff at the church on wednesday and he fit us in like thursday night you know, basically yeah. when I went to talk to him and I like, he's a busy guy. He has lots of counseling to do. So I came to him and I was like, I understand you're busy. This doesn't have to happen like super soon. But if you've got some time, uh, like we would very much appreciate some of your time. And he was like, yeah, when, like, when, when can we make this work? And he was like, I'm assuming it'll have to be kind of outside of the normal hours because of the kids. So like, I can stay late. That's totally fine. And he was asking, you know, what, what days work. And then in my head, I'm like, oh man, like all of our nights are super busy. Um, but then because of the way that, that it worked with this weekend, we didn't have a regular rehearsal on Thursday evening. So I suggested Thursday and actually for the next few Thursdays, I'm going to be free. Um, just because of the way that things work out with the bands. And, uh, and he was like, okay, well, yeah, we can definitely do next Thursday. But he was like, but how about tomorrow night? Is that okay? And so I was like, what? Yes, that's amazing. <laughs> so it, that fell on our regular um, podcasting night. Right. You know, we usually record on Thursday nights. And then, um, and then what ended up happening is the, the session was earlier than, you know, than we usually record because we usually record after we put the kids down for bed. Mm-hmm. Um, but we ended up going out after our session, we ended up going out and having dinner together to kind of discuss things further. Mm-hmm. And we ended up staying out late. I mean, it was like, 9 30 before we were home yeah so then of course putting the kids to bed and stuff like that and it just we were tired Didn't work out yeah podcasting yeah. yeah and then friday i was all day at work yeah so it's like we we just couldn't and you didn't get home until past 11 o'clock yeah so, yeah, <laughs> so there was no way and then yesterday we were just wiped out yeah so um yeah so today is sunday when we're recording this um but anyways so that all that to say is that's that's why we weren't able to put out another episode. Um, as Samantha, as you had said, this is something that has kind of been ongoing for a few months now. It's a conversation that we've been having on multiple occasions um, for the past couple months. So it's not something that like um, has caused like this huge rift where we couldn't talk to each other because we're still setting aside time every week to record this podcast. Right. You know, we're still being intentional about that, but I will say that anytime that conversation was brought up, I think we both kind of went into defensive modes, Yeah. you know? And so, uh, it was definitely like, if I can use this analogy, it was definitely sort of like a bruise that when you kind of pushed on it, then both of us would kind of Mm-hmm. bear our fangs a little bit um so it's not that it, I, I just wanted to kind of paint this in you know the proper light that like we obviously we weren't trying to hide anything from anyone who's listening to this podcast like you know it's not like we were all roses and puppy dogs on the episodes of the podcast when we recorded and then throughout the rest of the week we were at each other's throats <laughs> like it wasn't like that but it definitely like whenever we had these conversations yeah. they were difficult to have 
And we do want to be honest because, I mean, this is a podcast um, that f- that's for the purpose of encouraging particularly married married couples to communicate better with each other. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, big shocker, right? We don't have communication all figured out. Right. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and I think actually we thought we had it more figured out than we did. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because <laughs> we learned a lot in our counseling session totally. about how poorly we communicate with mm-hmm. each other. Um, so yeah. Did you want to get into that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. definitely. And and we had even talked about possibly talking about spanking and discipline um for one of the episodes of the podcast i'm very glad now after the fact after this counseling that we didn't at that time because i think we would have just been arguing and yeah it just it would have been an informal debate that probably would not have ended well Well, so (laughs) right i mean i don't think there's anything wrong with debate but i think as as we'll kind of talk about this a little bit more i think we had both just because of our conversations about it and because of the way that we were approaching it we had so much baggage talking about it so with that said we probably will not in the future have an episode about it either it is an issue in which we disagree Mm -hmm. but it's one that we probably won't um go into extensively because at this point of our history with the subject. Does that make sense? Yeah, it still has a lot of baggage. Yeah, so. yeah. And so we have to tread carefully. So mm-hmm. we probably won't do it with microphones in front of us, yeah. if that makes sense. So give us grace. Um, if you do ever reach out to us and suggest episode topics, please don't request that because <laughs> it will probably not be. I mean, maybe in the future. I, I don't mean, know, you can but... request it if you want to, but it's not going to happen. Yeah, okay, so. there you go. <laughs> Shut down. Um. Yeah, so so yeah, we wanted to kind of address why we didn't have an episode this past week and why this is coming out so late, but also be honest about, you know, kind of the things that we're going through. And then, as you mentioned, it's just funny and ironic the way that, like, we have a podcast about communication and we're still bad at it. <laughs> um, so hopefully that's encouraging to you guys to hear that, like, uh, if if you are bad at communication too... You're in good company? I don't know. I, I don't mean to <laughs> elevate ourselves, but I just mean like, hey, even people who are trying hard still screw up. <laughs> and it's funny because in hindsight, like after going to counseling, it's kind of the stuff that our pastor said was all stuff that, yeah, I should have been able to recognize. Like it seems obvious now. Yeah. Does that make sense? Um, well, but- and like. We were communicating about the issue, which is good. Right. You don't want to just tiptoe around it or right. ignore it. But the way we were communicating communicating about it was not the correct way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So let's let's dive into that. Okay. Um, some of the things that that kind of we were doing wrong. Um, I think this. So this is from my perspective. I'll go first in that in saying that um, when we approach this issue. Um, we well if if you guys have been listening to us for a while i think you can agree we are somewhat analytical people if that makes sense like we want to get to the facts and kind of see how everything stacks up and check the consistency of your argumentation and things like that mm-hmm. um and I, I think 
kind of reformed dumb and Calvinists in general have a ten- tendency to look that way. Like, kind of like put your emotions on hold and analyze whether or not this logically makes sense, mm-hmm. right? I think that's generally how we approach most things. And so I think our approach with this subject on something that we disagree, which is weird for us because we don't disagree on very many things. So when this especially came not up, something that's important, so. right? Right. When this came up, and we were both emotionally invested and didn't want to admit it, mm-hmm. um, th- then our conversations centered around changing each other's minds and yeah. attacking each other's argumentation and our understanding. So, so both of us came to the table with an understanding of scripture. And why we should or should not spank our children, mm-hmm. and so um, so our conversations were centered around um, basically like destroying the other person's arguments. Yeah, and I don't mean that in a negative sense. Like no, those but are that's pretty much what it was. <laughs> right, I think it's a good adjective to use. Yeah, <laughs> the the Accurate, problem. Yeah. Yeah, the problem is that I I think both of us also just became so entrenched in our own positions that we didn't acknowledge our emotional um, ties to our positions or the other person's positions. Right. Right. So it was just a a battle of wits. And so we would say things that hurt each other in our conversations so that we could win the argument because obviously, if you win the argument, the other person's going to agree with you, right? <laughs> right? If their argumentation is destroyed, well, then they have nothing left to stand on and they're going to agree with you yeah. and then everything will be okay, Where's right? Where's the logic with that? <laughs> but that's how I felt like, I don't know, that's how I felt like I was approaching it. Not that I would necessarily say things intentionally to hurt you, but that things were said to hurt you so that I could get well, you, you were to understand saying things my position. to hurt my argument. Right. Not necessarily to hurt me. Right. But to hurt my stance and hurt my argument. Mm-hmm. Um, but that hurt me in the process. So. Right. Right. Because these were both um positions that we held very tightly. Yeah. We kind of wrapped our own Yeah. Th- they became personal, even though we yeah. were attempting to keep it strictly impersonal, mm-hmm. even subconsciously, you know, yeah. like our conversation was not based around, oh, you're an idiot for believing this. It was that I believe this so strongly and you're attacking this. Like you think I'm an idiot. You know what I mean? And that side of the argument, argument in scare quotes, wasn't addressed. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that was where we went wrong is that we would leave conversations and say that, for right now, we have to agree to disagree. And we were both frustrated right. because we couldn't come to a solution. And we did not acknowledge how much, we didn't acknowledge the emotional hurt that right. was caused, whether or not it was um, intentional, whether or not it, sorry, I'm trying to think of the right word, but it, even if it wasn't, even if the other person didn't cause it, like we took personal offense Mm -hmm. and that offense, because logically, oh, well, there's no reason for you to take personal offense because I wasn't attacking you. I was attacking your argument. Right. So we never dealt with that personal offense. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, because we were both coming at it, just viewing 
the other side, the other argument mm-hmm. and not recognizing that the person comes with the argument. Yeah. Um, so in attacking the stance, we were also attacking each other, um, which is incredibly ironic because a lot of our argument just was around interpreting the wisdom of Proverbs, but we mm-hmm. weren't even using wisdom in how we communicated <laughs> to each other. Yeah. So. Yeah. And and I do think there is a way to have conversations where you're not so emotionally tied to your arguments and then you're just talking about arguments. Like, like what you were saying earlier, like just to have a pure debate. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that is good and that is healthy. Yeah. But- if, if you can... Divorce yourself from the argument. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Which is generally a good thing to be able to separate yourself from the argument and not take offense when the argument is pushed back upon. Mm-hmm. But I think our problem was that we did take offense and some things were said in certain ways using certain words that were offensive and we didn't want to address that offense because we were thinking, well, no, this is just a debate. And so even though we're left hurt on our own sides, kind of licking our wounds, um, well, we shouldn't be feeling that way anyway. This is only about this argument. And and so then we just became even more entrenched in our arguments. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? And, and I, I didn't realize until we were talking with our pastor how much baggage had built up through those conversations that we yeah. were having. Um, because in my mind, I was thinking, okay, so we had this conversation, we agree to disagree. Well, next time we have the conversation, we take it from a different angle. You know, we each have different sets of of arguments that we're going to be presenting and how we interpret certain scriptures and things that we see in, in other areas of life. Um, and I just assume like, okay, we're starting from zero where because we had already hurt each other in our previous conversations about the same topic, we weren't starting from zero. Mm -hmm. We were both on the defensive and we were both kind of barbed in the way that we were talking about it. Mm -hmm. You know, because we had taken offense from each other, we were offensive as well. Does that make sense? And so it continued in that route while I think we only ever wanted to acknowledge the argument that we were having, you know, and the discussion that we were having. So um, so it had just kind of become this thing. And, and that's why I use the analogy of like a bruise. Like we're okay, but if you push on this bruise, okay, well, it hurts. If you bring up this topic, well, then we're kind of going to get not even necessarily offended that you brought up the topic, but but we immediately kind of go into defensive. Yeah. And and want to, you know, say our piece and why we disagree with the other person about it. So, um so all that to say is that I I think um you know like we started off it's it's ironic that we <laughs> have these problems with communication when we're attempting to tell people to communicate with our podcast, right? Um, But this is something, and as I've kind of thought about this more, I do think that this is not necessarily unique to, but I think this is kind of an area where if, if you are living in such a way that you want to divorce your emotions from 
the facts that you believe, uh, you know, like the Ben Shapiro thing, facts don't care about your feelings. While I agree with that in spirit, um, I also, we are whole beings, right? right? Our emotions are we can't a part of just us. just divorce our emotions from everything. <laughs> right, exactly. We are emotionally tied to things yeah. and we have to be able to acknowledge that. So even if you are able to shut that down, you have to first acknowledge that that's there in order to shut it down. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? And when that offense is there, um, you, another side of it is that like, you know, I could say to Samantha, like, I don't understand why you're offended. I'm just attacking your arguments. You know what I mean? And that's even more offensive if she's already hurt. Yeah. Right. Because then well, you're and saying if her I've already like voiced that hurt and you're just like, well, I don't know why you're feeling that way. Right. Like, yeah. I didn't say it that way or I didn't mean it that way. So you shouldn't feel that way. You know, now, now I'm on top of the hurt. I'm saying your hurt shouldn't even matter. Like it shouldn't even exist. So why are you hurting? Right. <laughs> and that, so it makes things worse mm -hmm. to, to even say that. So, so I think coming from a place where we want everything kind of systematic, right? Everything in its proper place. And, and this argument should be, there's right and there's wrong, there's black and there's white, and you should agree with me. And if you don't agree with me, let's hash it out. And then we'll both come to the same conclusion because one side is white, right. And one side is wrong. Um, the, the downside of that type of thinking is that we, that no longer acknowledge that we have emotion right? Mm -hmm. That we're tied to these arguments. Um, and, and especially when it comes to marriage, when what we were talking about in counseling, what our pastor said is that, Hey, there's this issue spanking. And that's what we talked about for most of our, most of our conversation, but the last like, you know, 20, 30 minutes, um, was that let's table that for a second. The deeper issue is that you guys are not unified. You're each on your own separate sides and you're kind of lobbing bombs at each other. You're not even attempting to, to, to move forward with a solution, mm -hmm. right? You're just entrenching yourselves on, on your separate sides. Um, so, and he was like, that's what you have to work on. Yeah. Is <laughs> like actually acknowledging, Hey, we're on the same team and we want the same things. At the end of the day, we both want to interpret scripture correctly. We both want what's best for our kids. We want to raise our kids in, um, as scripture says, the fear and the admonition of the Lord. None of these things um, are, we're on the same page about all of those things, mm -hmm. right? Um, so yes, we, we have not come to an agreement on this one area of what that means, but that does, but we both want the same thing so we can come to a conclusion, even if it's not either of our ideal solutions, like we can come to a solution because we've been called to be unified because we're married. Yeah. <laughs> and because we're husband and wife, because we're father and mother over these children that God has given us. Like this isn't a task that's impossible. This is something that God has called us to. Um, and so it, I, I felt like, I don't know if you felt the same way, that a lot of the counsel, it was obvious in hindsight. It's just something that I hadn't recognized because I had become so, mm -hmm. that, like it was just, there was just so much baggage that went mm -hmm. into the conversation. Well, and just like allowing each other to tell each other how we're actually feeling. Yes. 
instead of constantly being on the defensive. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty sure cause we went out and had dinner afterwards and that was the first time in our almost 10 years of marriage that we were able to actually sit down and honestly tell each other how we've been making each other feel without the other person being offended or defensive. Mm-hmm. And that was incredibly freeing, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't realize that that had never happened before. Mm-hmm. And it was, yeah, it was just really freeing. Well, and I know I've I've heard that before. I know we heard that in premarital counseling. And I know I've heard that even from other podcasts, like um, was The Rugged Marriage. I know they talked about that as well, is like being able to own your, when you cause your spouse offense or pain and some sort of emotional hurt, like being able to own that, right? And, and apologize for that right these are simple concepts it's like how was i not how did i not see this um but but you're right it it if we ever had it it had been a long time and again in hindsight it's like wow we were tiptoeing around each other's emotions right whether it was we we didn't want to share our own emotions because we didn't want to acknowledge them or whether it was we didn't want to accept the way that we were making the other person feel um we just weren't honest yeah like and and i think that led to certain behaviors that um that were also not honest as well so because we landed on opposite sides of this issue well then we would do things without telling each other so, for instance, in my case, when you would um, send me articles or podcasts about about what you believe on this issue, I would ask if you've read the other side of the issue. Instead of telling you, hey, you know what, I've asked you to read this a number of times, and you haven't, and that's really frustrating to me, instead of being honest about that, I would just, I would be like, well, she can take a hint, Right. So I would immediately ask you if you had read, you know, some stuff on the, on the other side of the position, if that makes any sense at all. I just mean there, I I think there were things even subconsciously we didn't want to address with each other because this had become so bogged down with our own emotional baggage, um, that we didn't want to just be honest about. (laughs) And so instead we kind of went about it sort of secretively, but also kind of stewing in our own ways, I know at least in, in my part, um, because you hadn't gotten the hint, you know. So. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think there's definitely a lot um, to talk about. I think the key kind of takeaway from our conversation, and one of the things that I said even when we were eating dinner is like, it's funny that we communicate so much so often and yet yeah. communicate so little. <laughs> like there's still so much yeah. more. We talk a lot, mm-hmm. but we don't like, yeah, we don't like delve very deep Yeah, into the honesty of just how we're making each other feel or, and, and I mean, there's, there's boundaries, right? Like, yeah. 
someone, your spouse can do something that maybe it annoys you, but is that really worth bringing up? You know yeah. what I mean? Like some things you can just like ignore because you should ignore it because it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but if something like, if something they did or said like truly offended you or hurt you in some way, you need to be honest about that mm-hmm. because it's not just going to go away. Like if right. you think, <laughs> if you think, um, yeah, just, you know, burying it down deep inside and not talking about it, it'll just go away. No, it's not going to go away. Like you need to bring it up mm-hmm. and obviously in a kind and gentle way. Right. Um, and discuss it. That way you have closure with it. Yeah. And it's not just buried. Yeah. And, and I do think it also has to do with like you and your your partner, whoever you're talking to, their communication style as well. Because some people can, um, some people need time to kind of simmer down. Yeah. You know, th- sometimes you need to put off conversations and set, simat- set time aside later in order to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can address it right there. Um, so so it definitely has to do with the way, you know, I, I need to process a lot of the time before I can have a conversation about mm-hmm. a lot of things. And so, uh, so for me, it takes more time than the immediacy of like, oh, this just happened, so let's deal with it right now kind of a deal. Well, sometimes that doesn't exactly work. Um, so, so you definitely have to kind of feel that out depending on how you communicate. Um, and there was another thing I was going to say. What was it? Um, oh, yeah. And I think it, it's also like it wasn't that, you know, we again, that we were like seething with each other. Right. It, it, and it's not that our communication in general was horrible. I think we were just we um, deferred our uncomfortable conversations. Like we just didn't talk about certain things that we knew were going to hurt to talk about, Mm -hmm. if that made sense. It's not that we weren't acknowledging our emotions in every area of life, just in this one area. Again, why I use the analogy of a bruise, because like, I mean, this is something that we disagreed about while we were on vacation at the Grand Canyon celebrating our 10 year anniversary. Yeah. You know, and we had a great time. Like we talked about it on an episode. Um, we weren't walking on eggshells around each other the entire time. Right. Like like we genuinely enjoyed it. Um, and we also intentionally didn't have any conversations about parenting. Right. You know? So we just kind of sidestepped those conversations because we knew those would lead to uncomfortable conversations. Mm-hmm. Um and that, yeah, so th- that's kind of what I wanted to stress too is like, and th- that's why I say like, we talk about so many things and we have good conversation. Like I enjoy doing this podcast and talking about these different yeah. things. Um, but there's always more, right? <laughs> there, there's always, there. I mean, maybe not always, but there, you have to be careful that you're not also hiding other things that mm-hmm. you just don't want to, you know, that you want to stuff or that you don't want to, uh, because those conversations are hard. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Acknowledging your emotion because you could be wrong mm-hmm. uh, in having your emotion. Your emotion could come from a wrong place, but it's beneficial to talk about it so that your spouse can understand you mm-hmm. and so that your spouse can give you grace and so that you can understand your need for grace with your spouse. Yes. Because I think that was grace, another part. Grace, grace, grace. 
I think that was another part of our, like our conversation, even after meeting with our pastor that when we were having dinner and talking, I felt like that was like kind of the key component of our conversation at dinner was like, okay, we can be honest with each other right now because we're not holding knives. Yeah. Right. Because we're not seeking to defend ourselves or attack a position. Like we want to find a solution and we both recognize we are broken and we are sinful and we've done things to each other that we shouldn't have. Right. And because of that, I can be vulnerable with you and you will give me grace. And because of that, you can be vulnerable and I can see what I've done and acknowledge the the, the bad choices that we've made in getting to this place. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, all of this sounds great in theory, but actually experiencing it and recognizing it it took us, you know, meeting with a pastor to recognize yeah. it, but experiencing it is so freeing um, to actually <laughs> give each other grace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. And like give each other tools to work with too. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if your spouse says something that hurts you or like just the way that they said it, they, probably weren't intentionally trying to hurt you but just the way that they the way that they worded it um did and so coming to that conversation with a suggestion on how they can word that better in the future Mm -hmm. to not hurt you yeah is very very useful um yeah so definitely like give each other tools to work with mm-hmm. in that sense um, so that you can use them and yeah. not hurt your spouse in the future. Yeah. Yeah. And it's totally a two way street because in, in a case like that where things were just worded so that it hurt someone, um, I think the spouse who was hurt needs to understand that sometimes things are said in a certain way that you can read wrong and mm-hmm. be hurt by the way that you read him. And then the other spouse also understands, okay, I need to be particularly careful when I say X, Y, Z, because they can understand it in this way. You know, like both sides can meet each other where they're at yeah, with the way that they communicate. Um, again, if, if, you're, if you have that foundation of grace with each other and you actually want not to not to win whatever you're saying, but what you want is to stay unified and to, um, you know, progress <laughs> together. Yeah. Um, if you take away anything from this episode, please let it be <laughs> to have grace with your spouse. Yeah. And always keep in mind that you are in a united front. Yes. Like no matter the the disagreement the the hurt like remember that you are both on the same team and yeah exactly you're both on the same team you're not on separate teams trying to beat each other Mm -hmm. one person trying to win yeah that's not the mentality of marriage certainly not a godly (laughs) one anyways yeah and um, or not one that's going to work. <laughs> um, so yeah, keeping in mind that y'all are both on the same team um, and just, yeah, have grace with each other. 
Yeah. And if I can, if I can kind of insert myself for a second, um, to the men out there who, if you're like me, complimentarian, um, you believe that you are the head of the household. Leadership isn't dragging someone kicking and screaming in your direction. That's not leading. Um, so you still have to be gracious and you still have to, to, to win your spouse over. Um, even on issues where you feel very strongly, you're not to beat them over the head and, and drag them along with your leadership, quote unquote. So, yeah, I don't think Jesus did that anymore yeah. <laughs> in scripture. So yeah, he was always very, I mean, unless it came, unless it was with the Pharisees, he was always very mm-hmm. gentle, um, with how he approached things. Um, well, in that case, I wouldn't say that that was that was him dealing with his bride. That was right. him dealing with the wolf, right? Exactly, and protecting his bride from the wolves. Yeah. So <laughs> that's when yeah. you bear your fangs. Your spouse is not a wolf, right? Don't treat them like that. I mean, I guess unless they are and they're like abusing you or something, but that's yeah, a whole by different. And large, we're not taking that's this a too whole far. Different, yeah. <laughs> uh, subject. Sure. There's nuance, but I I just wanted to you know, make sure that we understand that as well. That like you said, we're united. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're called to in marriage. The two become one, not the one leads and drags along the other. Right. That's that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So all right. Well, um, so that is why this episode is late, why it's coming out <laughs> late this week. Um, but it has been very beneficial for us. And yes. hopefully us talking about this has been beneficial for you. Um, if it has, let us know. Drop us a line. You can contact us. <laughs> our email address is so talk to me podcast at gmail.com. We are on Twitter. Our handle is at so underscore talk to me. We're on Instagram. That's so talk to me podcast. And we have a Facebook page that's also so talk to me podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Um, you know, if you missed us for the past couple days that we weren't out, yeah, just drop us a line. Just let us know. See what's Aww. going on. Um, but yeah, so we'll be back at you. Right, same bat time, same bat place uh, this next week. Uh, we, we do actually have a topic that we were planning on addressing this past week. But of course, all this stuff came up and we didn't address that topic. So we actually have something planned <laughs> for next week, courtesy of Samantha. She picked it out. Yes. We plan um, on discussing idolatry. So yeah. if you have any idols questions about idolatry any that you would American like us idols. to address, um, please any American message gods. us or send us an email. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you. All right. Um, do you have any recommendations? Um, well, there's, there's been a lot of drama in reformed world lately. Um, really in the reformed world, I know there's drama, big Eva. No wonder most people don't like reformed people or Calvinists (laughs) anyways. Um, but yeah, there's been a lot of drama, uh, especially just surrounding complementarianism and uh, just, yeah, also sexual abuse. Um, so Doc and Devo did a episode. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it's called. Shoot. Um, Was it blowing off steam? Yes, that one. Ha-ha. Yes. 
I actually didn't listen to that one all the way. It's really good. Okay. Nice. I listened to the one after that about effeminate men. Yeah. But anyways, so that was kind of a follow-up. Yeah, that one's kind of a follow-up to, yeah. Anyways, but yes, blowing off steam. Check it out. Devo. Good stuff. It's really good because I think... I think just that word complementarian and complementarian or complementarianism, they come with a lot of baggage. Crazy things come with baggage <laughs> as if um, like we'd just been talking about that. Uh, and especially just, oh gosh, Twitter is just a dumpster fire. I hate it. Um, <laughs> that's why I'm not on there like yeah. at all. Um, but with the whole, you know, sexual abuse issue in the SBC. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a lot of just back and forth between like egalitarians and complementarians on Twitter mm-hmm. um, over the issue of women preachers, mm-hmm. which I think... why this issue has blown up more than the sexual abuse issue really baffles me. Like, really, which is worse? <laughs> yeah. Sexual abuse is much, much worse. Yeah. Um, not that the, you know, s- scriptural interpretation of whether women can preach or not isn't important, but in comparison of the two, the sexual abuse issue is more important. Um, and anyways, but I just thought that they had a very balanced um, view on yeah. the whole situation. So yeah. that's why well, that's, I'm recommending it. That's awesome. To be totally fair, though, we did an episode on women preaching. We didn't do an episode on specifically on sexual abuse. So true. I mean, I mean, it is something that we talked about and it's something we have been talking. I mean, I, I feel like we've brought it up a lot yes. in our few years of doing this podcast and our strong stance on getting uh, the state involved, the legal system. And yeah. yeah, so but unfortunately, just people take it too far with that subject yeah. a lot, um, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to do a podcast on it is right. to have more of like a balanced view on the yeah. issue instead of just taking it too far and, you know, having the eternal subordination um, well, yeah. stance yeah. of every woman should uh, submit to every man. And oh, like yeah, just this. Yeah. That's so dumb. that was like one of our first, episodes. there is, <laughs> there is a crazy side of complementarianism. Yeah. That is that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think it comes with a lot of baggage yeah. for a lot of people. No, that um, that totally yeah. makes sense. And I think that's also why I wanted to follow up the episode that we did recently on w- how we believe that women shouldn't be pastors with, with an episode on what the actual qualifications. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because we do want to be balanced. I mean, hopefully you get this if you've been listening to us for a while is that on a lot of things we seek to find a balance and not go to either extreme a lot of the time which may frustrate some people maybe i'm effeminate for saying that uh, (laughs) just kidding just kidding so i've just seen a lot of like people on twitter just completely writing other people off because maybe they take an egalitarian view or something you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like 
at the whole issue with Beth Moore, I don't know. She had, she has some good things to say on some stuff. So I don't think you should completely write her off on everything. I don't think she's an amazing Bible teacher and I wouldn't follow her for that, but she does have, some <laughs> hmm. she's not wrong on everything, but I just see a lot of people being like, oh, she preached on a Sunday morning, so mm -hmm. she's a heathen and don't listen to her. I'm just like, yeah. okay, like, calm down. <laughs> Probably even people that we've recommended on this podcast yeah. before is, is what, what I'm it, thinking it's about. It's just, so. it's, yeah, it's brought out the craziness, I think, in a lot of people. Okay. And everyone okay. just needs to take a step back and breathe. Yeah. And remember that, like, they are still brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And they're talking to image bearers and not just a picture on yeah. Twitter. So totally. totally. And I think we've done an episode on that before. Too. <laughs> uh, if I can recommend ourselves. No, um, I think also that that brings up the point of like, I, I think. So sorry, this podcast, this episode has turned into a whole other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. Here I am just patting us on the back the whole time. Uh, no. Just kidding. Yeah, I, because we just talked about how dumb we are to each other for the past half an hour. Now I have to feel good about myself, right? Uh, <laughs> and some of the things that we've done together. So, uh, no, I just wanted to say that I think the other thing that this brings up is that um, some of the things that we recommend, some of the people that we have recommended in the past, like we don't agree 100% with them on a lot of things, but we can yeah. still say that we're brothers and sisters in Christ. We can still say people have really good things to say on certain issues and on other issues. We totally disagree with them. It's not, um, it, it doesn't mean we've talked, Ken, we've talked about on previous episodes, what the gospel is and the gospel that needs to be, there are absolutes in the Christian life that you need to understand um, and if you don't have those right, well, then I wouldn't recommend anything, <laughs> you know, right. that the person says. But we need um, to have grace with other issues. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And like you said, not write someone off because we disagree on a secondary issue. Right. It's okay to listen to people. I mean, I've talked about, too, how I just um, listened to a book, you know, an audio book by uh, Jordan Peterson. He's not even a Christian. So it's not like he's giving Christian advice. But I can still learn from him in other areas of life. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I can learn from just as I can learn from Christians about other areas of Christendom at large and, and theological concepts and things like that, even if I disagree with him on other secondary issues. That's yeah. okay. Um, we're not going to agree 100% on everything. We're, you are rarely going to agree 100% on anything with anyone, as the past week has taught me, <laughs> even in my own <laughs> marriage. Um, and that's okay. That's okay. That's a part of life in general. Full so. circle. Okay. So uh, my recommendation, because I'm totally scatterbrained and I can't think of anything else, is um, John Guerra is awesome. So at least from this past weekend, I've had a great time with him. Um, so I'd recommend um, one of the songs, his favorite song, my favorite song that he played is a song <laughs> called I Will Follow. It's just, I thought it was really good because it addresses multiple kind of um, elements in, and parts of the Christian life. Basically, it talks about when your life is going well and when it sucks and when <laughs> God calls you to do hard things, yeah. like we are still called to follow him. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so that, that one was very encouraging for me to hear, especially as things kind of crumbled around me, um, in terms of tech stuff <laughs> this weekend. Um, but then also, yeah, just, you know, the difficulty we've been having. So, um, it, it was, it, it was just very encouraging. So I recommend that song in particular and check out his other stuff. Cause he's a cool dude mm-hmm. and fun with him. Yeah. And also, um, we've been going through, colossians lately yeah at church and um i think that our pastor has been doing an excellent job killing it so i would recommend all those sermons boom go to uh austin oaks church dot org yes and yeah and and have at it yes i know it's not the best video quality i'm working on it guys (laughs) um but yeah no but yeah the sermons are just amazing or it they're all focused on the gospel basically yeah. and all focused on grace so it's just been awesome the series the series of colossians is titled simply jesus yeah so yeah it's yeah how he is all that we need yeah. to copy you from earlier <laughs> a little yes. italian kiss there exactly just- and I, I would Perfecto. go. <laughs> I would go out on a limb and say, just because it's fresh in my mind, that if you if you were to listen to one, listen to this past Sunday's, it was it was a banger. It was good stuff. Today's? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Today's. I was like, today's um, or last Sunday's? I, I think it was called "Do that. Not Touch." I believe that's what it was called. Maybe I don't know if it's up on the website yet, but by the time really that good. you hear this, you can check it out. It was, it was really good. Preached on the twenty third of June. <laughs> there you go i just looked at my watch in order to get the date that's why sam was <laughs> laughing at me all right well until next time guys go talk to your spouse and when we say talk to your spouse we don't mean talk at your spouse yes we do mean address those things that have gone unsaid yeah so make time so this involved when we say talk Mm-hmm. This involves making time and being intentional right. and going deep because that's what you're called to do as a spouse. Yeah. You're called to love like Christ loved the church. Exactly. Right? You're called to be one. Um, so go talk to your spouse. All right. Till next time. Bye.